Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I am running solo today. That's right, I am Solo Sokoa. I am the enforcer to the bloodline. I am the right-hand man to the tribal... I think you get it. I think you get the point, you guys. I'm here. I'm by myself. Uh, we're chill. We're just chilling. We're just chilling, kicking back. And uh, one more, one more time for the good guys. All right, you guys, let's get right into it. I got a lot to cover today and not a lot of time. Well, I got a lot of time, but you probably don't got a lot of time, you know? So I'm just going to sum up the entire weekend. Uh, wrestling happened. It was fucking dope. We loved it. We moved on. Thanks for listening. Hey, you can find me at... I'm just kidding, you guys. I'm just kidding. Come on. Come on. Don't turn it off. Keep listening. Keep listening, you guys. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I, I do want to warn you, I mean, if you listen to Gimmick Street, I'm sure you know by now, my garage is like near the street and, and cars go on streets and they're loud as fuck. Especially where I live in Tracy, California, people are just extra jerky and extra loud and extra obnoxious. So if you hear a lot of loud cars, like sometimes when I'm on with, with Pratik and with Xavier, if they're talking and a loud car goes by... I'll try to mute my, my shit, you know. But here, there ain't no mutant because there's only me, you guys. So if you hear a loud fucking truck, fucking deal with it. Okay, I'm sorry. I was mean. I'm sorry. All right, you guys. Uh, this weekend was a lot of professional wrestling. Uh, I know, you know, we went into it. We were saying there was three big shows. There was three big shows, but there was a million little shows. I, they're not even little. I mean, they're big to me. They're big to me. If you have Fight Plus, uh, I hope you watched them. I hope you watched all the shows, the GCW uh, versus FCW show, um, FCW shows, uh, Go For Broke. Uh, they were really fun. They were all really fun. I want to get into them. I want to get into them. I guess I'll talk about Ground Zero. What was it called? Crown Jewel? Night of Champions. Night of Champions. We'll talk about Night of Champions real quick. I know we were going to get into this uh, on the podcast with Pratik and with Xavier, um, but they're not here. So let's talk about it, I guess. Uh, let's get into it. The show, I was a little bit disappointed, you guys, uh, because the show, Night of Champions, did kick off uh, with AJ Styles and, and Seth Rollins for the World Championship. Oh, I told Pratik last week, I think, that the WWE announced that uh, it was continuing from 2013. I did read that online. Somebody did report that, but apparently it's not true. So... This is a brand new title. They're treating it as a brand new title, it looks like. That's how they were acting at, at Crown Jewel and, and the next day on Raw. They were acting like it's a new title. I don't know why I keep saying Crown Jewel, but I mean Night of Champions. Anyway, um, so we had what I predicted and knew would be one hell of a match, you guys. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins are two of the best in the world. They went out there in Saudi Arabia and they tore the house down. They had a really good match. Um, I don't remember how, exactly how it ended. It was like so long ago at this point. I think I reported on it. I, I did. If you guys want to check out my reporting, I'll do some pay-per-views and stuff. I won't do the weekly shows, but I'll do like pay-per-views and try to do news uh, on, on Pro Wrestling Nation Facebook page. So go check it out because I, I, I need more attention on there because I post all this shit and I get like 50 posts and I get like one like. I'm like, oh, wonderful. Why do I even do this shit? Why do I even bother, you know? I'm scrolling down because Facebook always makes me scroll back up when I when I close my phone. All right, you guys. Uh, here we go. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles with a pedigree followed by a curb stomp. Rollins becomes a WWE World Heavyweight Champion and Triple H comes out to present him the championship. Isn't that special? Good for him. I mean, it's cool. He did a promo after the match saying that uh, he was going to be around every single week. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with his Marvel commitments. I guess maybe he's finished. Because I know at one point recently he was gone for a little while uh, while he was filming Captain America for Marvel. Uh, but, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's back. He said he's back. Maybe he's back. Um, in the next match, uh, Trish Stratus... Uh, defeated Becky Lynch uh, after Zoe Starks, uh, the sister of Ricky Starks. I'm just kidding. I made that up. Uh, interferes in the match. Uh, Zoe comes from out from under the ring. She attacks Becky with her Zoe 101 or whatever she calls it. 
and she uh, puts it back in the ring, and Trish gets the pin, and uh, there we go. We have a new uh, a new champion, a new not not a new champion, a new winner. We have a new winner, you guys. Woo! So that was fun. That's fun. Trish and Becky Lynch in Saudi Arabia, always a good time. Uh, let's see here. The next match was uh, Mustafa Ali that won a contenders battle royal. Uh, had a quick match against Gunther. Uh, it was cool to see him. You know, I, I don't like Ali. I've made it perfectly clear on the show, uh, talking about him and stuff. I really don't like him. He's really annoying. Really, he really, really is. Like, super annoying. I fucking hate the dude. Um, but Pratik, you know, Pratik brought up a good point. You know, uh, due to his uh, his ethnicity and um, just, you know, diff- different factors and stuff, It's this is a huge... I mean... It's a huge crowd. It's it's huge deal for anybody, right? But like this guy, like good for him. Like you know, he's been working hard for a long time, and he's on this big stage, and this is an honor for him. And so I'm super happy that he gets to do this in front of, you know, his fans. Uh, the next match was oh that was Gunther still. Gunther beat him pretty quickly. Uh, then we had the EST uh, lose to Oscar. The women's championship. Uh, Becky Bianca Belair was not ready for Oscar, and Oscar did this weird thing where uh, she was on the outside of the apron, and she missed her hand. It was weird. Like she sprayed mist onto her hand, and it was like, oh, that's weird. Why did she just miss her hand? I don't think I've ever seen that. And then Bianca grabs her, pulls her in the ring, picks her up for the KOD, and then Oscar rubs the mist in her hands into Bianca's eyes. And it blinded Bianca long enough for Asuka to defeat her, get the one, two, three, and become the new Raw Women's Champion. So she can defend it every week on SmackDown. Makes a lot of sense? No. The next match was the SmackDown Women's title. You know, the the two women that are on Raw, you know, that were fighting for the SmackDown Women's title. Make sense? No. Um, And I was a little bit annoyed uh, that we had two women's title matches back to back. But, you know, whatever. We're making progress. I mean, we're getting getting women's matches in Saudi Arabia as it is now. And then last time they were in Saudi Arabia, or I don't know if it was last time or a couple times ago, um... Rhea was there. I think she was on the on the outside. I don't think she had a match, but she had like hair extensions. She had like fake hair because she had to present herself with long hair in Saudi Arabia. And this time around, Rhea did not have fake hair. And uh, you know, we're just we're making progress, I guess. I don't know, you know. Anyways, uh, I've been I've been talking about this match longer than it lasted. Uh, Rhea makes pretty short work of Natalia, and then we moved on with our lives. And the next match. Um, was going to be, uh, oh, Seth Rollins is backstage like, I'm here forever. I'm going to always be here every week now. I'm going to be here all the time. And I hate Roman Reigns. That's the typical Seth Rollins promo these days. Uh, up next was our broken arm American nightmare, Cody Rhodes, as he wears some kind of cast, you know, some air cast. And he came out and he fought uh, the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Uh, the match was pretty epic. I personally thought it was better than Backlash. Uh, it was a really good back and forth. Brock got the Kimura on Cody a bunch of times. Cody passed the fuck out, dude. Cody passed out from pain. He couldn't, just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, he had a broken arm to begin with because of Brock. Because of the Kimura. And then Brock got him the Kimura like three times. Cody kept getting out. And Brock kept getting him back in there. Uh, we had a main event. The the Bloodline, Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, and uh, the Funky Sam Medina, Solo Sokoa, uh, with the wise man, Paul Heyman. They challenged the Canadian best friends of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to, uh, to, to a match for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, you guys. The WWE Undisputed Tag Team motherfucking i just cuss for no reason sometimes like it wasn't necessary it wasn't needed but like why not right let's go ahead the wwe undisputed motherfucking tag team champions yeah okay i'm done i'm done you guys i'm done i'm okay i'm okay everything's okay everything's okay i used to do this all the time i used to do every podcast well like what i would do on pwn before is 
Like, I would have a guest, right? But then, like, before the guest, I would talk. And then, like, after the guest, I would talk, too. Like, my podcast was based on Cole Cabana's Art of Wrestling. So you come in, right? You come in, give about 10 or 15 minutes of, like, opinions or results or or whatever. Maybe talk to somebody else. Um, Talk about, you know, your day or whatever the fuck. And then you do the interview. And then you do the little outro and, like... For Cole Cabana, it was like, hey, come see me at these places. And for me, it's like, hey, uh, I have no life. <laughs> but hopefully soon, you guys, I'll be able to give dates. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'll be here at this date. I'll be here at this date. I'll be here at this date. And hopefully you guys will come and see me. Even if, to, if you have to fly out here, that'd be cool. Fly out to see me. I'm down. Anyway, uh, it was a good match. You know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are on fire. Uh, let's see. Oh, so basically what happened was um, Roman Reigns was in trouble and the Usos came out. They jumped the rail. Let's see, did I I report on it? Uh, Dude, Saudi Arabia was absolutely electric for Sami Zayn. Like, I know Sami Zayn's popular and I know, like, a lot of markets just absolutely love him. But Saudi Arabia was insane for Sami Zayn. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see, we get a ref bump and the Usos come out. Usos went after KO, helping Roman at the announce table. Uh, then they turn their attention to Sami Zayn. But then they accidentally double super kick solo. And then Roman comes back in the ring and he's really mad. And he's fired up and he starts yelling at them and pushing them. And Jimmy's had enough. Jimmy super kicks Roman. Jay doesn't like it. But Jimmy kicks Roman again. Like, they were literally arguing. He's like, don't do it, man. And then Jimmy just, like, looked Jay in the eye and then just super kicked Roman again. Like, the fucking exclamation point. Uh, And then uh, Roman falls out of the ring. The Usos leave. Uh, Kevin Owens hits a stunner on Solo. Solo falls back into the corner. And Sammy hits a haluva kick for the win. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. It was kind of neat, though, with Jay Uso turning on Roman, uh, with Jay kind of stuck in the middle. I mean, I can understand why this match closed out the show uh, because of this storyline that had to play out. Uh, and especially when, when, like, when Jimmy first turned and he super kicked Roman, it felt like a big moment, like a big deal. You know, like, last week when we were, when we were previewing the show, you know, I was telling Prateek, I was like, you know, the Saudi Arabia shows feel like they're throwaway shows. Like, you're not going to miss anything. Like, there's nothing at stake. But, like, I literally, if I didn't see that Jimmy Uso moment live, you know, I I would have missed a big moment. And, like, you know, watching it again later is cool. You know, especially if you haven't, if you, if you don't know, that's different, right? But then if I would have read about it online and then I would have watched it, it wouldn't have had the same impact. It definitely wouldn't have not had the same impact. So it felt like a big moment. It felt like, holy shit, what's going to happen from here? You know, so I, I loved it. I loved it a lot. I'm glad this this match main evented because we had to end it with, with the Usos going, what did you do? And then Jimmy's like, no, fuck that dude, you know. It's good, though. It's good. I like it. I like it a lot. So after after Night of Champions was over, I, uh, I changed it to, to the show. Oh, you know what, my... My computer, hold on. Alright, sorry about that. My uh, my laptop was dying, so I had to go plug it in, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, Night of Champions, for me, started at 10 a.m. And it was like a, what, a three-hour show till about 1 o'clock. At noon, uh, we had another show that came on. I gotta scroll back down because I closed my phone up. At noon, we had another show uh, that came on. And so, I missed... Uh, the first hour of it, and it was like a two-hour show. I was able to see the second hour, which was really cool. Did they go too far? Where am I? Do 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 do. All right. Um, there we go. So it was called Poder uh, Cinco. I don't know. It was. It's a, so Full Tilt had this festival, and I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it was in Las Vegas. And all the wrestling was revolved around FSW. And so FSW just joined about a month ago Fight Plus, which hell yeah, right? Because I have Fight Plus. Um, so this weekend we had this Poder Single Show, which is a women's show. And then we had FSW versus GCW. And then we had um, Go For Broke on Sunday. 
And there was a hood slime show in there. And it was a lot of fun. So this was like the show that kicked off the, the weekend as far as independent wrestling goes. Uh, so right after right after uh, Night of Champions, uh, let's see. So here's what happened. So I, I came in uh, at some point during the show, and I didn't really know what happened. In fact, where did I, where did I say that? Uh, so I put, just tuning in to Ponder, Potter Cinco, and I'm not sure what happened, but it's Alley Catch versus Shazza McKenzie in a street fight. I'm not upset about it. I just hope Billy Starks is okay. So Billy Starks and Shazza McKenzie was promoted in a street fight, and I, and I put it on, and it's Alley Catch, which is dope. I fucking love Alley Catch, and I love Shazza. So, like, hell yeah, Alley Catch versus Shazza McKenzie. Like, they even went to the bathroom. Like, not they, wait, 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 wait. They didn't go to the bathroom. They fought in the bathroom is what I meant to say. <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was a crazy match. But that's neither here nor there. Here's the results of the show. Are you ready? All right. So the results of this show, I had to like find this. I had to like search and search and search the internet for this. So I hope you're happy. Uh, In the opening elimination tag team match, Alice Blair and Milo, Mac Daddy Milo, pick up the win. Hell yeah. I didn't put who they beat, but I just put they pick up the win. Uh, Brittany Blake defeats Maddie Workowski in a semifinals tournament match. So I don't know if I didn't if I told you or not, but this is like a women's tournament. Um, I'm not sure what that was at stake here. Oh, there was a title at stake, but the champion wasn't there, and I forgot what the title was called. Um, so, anyways, uh, Bren Thorne defeats Alex Gracia, and then Billy Starks comes out. Billy Starks demands to be added to the tournament, and she damn well deserves it too because Billy Starks runs independent women's wrestling she's only 18 and she's like super awesome uh so then they decide to make the next match a three-way match so billy starks defeated miranda alizé and jasmine allure to advance to the finals and then this is the point where i came in um Shazza McKenzie defeated Ali St- Ali Catch in a street fight. That match was really good, you guys. If if anything, if you have Fight Plus, that's the match I recommend going back and seeing on this show is Shazza versus Ali Catch. These two went all over the building. They just they had a knockdown drag out fight and it was awesome. It was really really cool. Um, mad props to both Ali Catch Shazza McKenzie. This was match. They definitely matched the show. Absolutely. Uh, and then the next match, uh, Viva Van defeats Zyra to retain the FSW Women's Championship. And in our main event, it was a triple threat match. No, it was not. I, I apologize. It was a singles match. It was Brittany Blake versus Space Jesus, Billy Starks, in the finals of the tournament. Billy, B- Billy, Billy? Uh, oh, yeah, Billy Starks. Uh, Brittany Blake defeats Billy Starks in the finals to become the new interim Poter champion. Uh, so, Billy, I keep saying Billy Blake. Uh, Brittany Blake becomes the new Poter champion. Uh, the current champion, I think they said it was Christy James or Christy Janes. Uh, she wasn't there. I'm not sure where she was. There was some show happening in Vegas uh, by Dark Arts Entertainment. It was Vikingo versus J- Joey Janela versus Jacob Fatu. In a triple threat match. I did not get to see it. I wish I could have. I'm still. I, I would still watch it. Um, but I don't think it was streaming anywhere. I think it was just like a show. Uh, Fightful.com is reporting that Jordan Grace will be finishing up with Impact Wrestling. Uh, as when her contract expires in May. Which is already now June. Uh, Grace has told Fightful that she'll be stepping away from the pro wrestling. For a bit to work on some outside projects. Fightful adds that Jordan Grace has reached. Millionaire status due to her OnlyFans page. Grace says she'll be back at some point in the future. Hell yeah, you guys. Hell yeah. Uh, the next show was Hood Slam. Hood Slam kicks off with Veda Scott. Welcome us to the show. She was complaining, uh, talking about, I guess, not complaining. She was complaining that she had to do commentary and ring announcing. And then she tells the fans... If you guys don't mind, I'm going to stay at the table and just do bring announcing from there. So don't have to keep going back and forth. And then they booed. They fucking booed. And then she said, fuck the fans. Because that's what Hood Slam says. That's the Hood Slam slogan. She said, fuck the fans. It's far. I'm going to stay over there. So she stayed over there. 
Hell yeah. I've been following Hoodslam for like 10 years or something. For a long time since Hoodslam started. I've been following them because they're from, they're local. They're from Oakland. I just never went to a Hoodslam show. I never watched a Hoodslam show. I didn't know they have some of their older shows on YouTube. I didn't know that until recently when I'm getting into watching and streaming shows. And now the Hoodslam streams on Fight Plus, I mean, I hella want to go. I hella want to go. Um, but, you know, whatever. I'm going to go eventually um, soon, whatever. But, like, now that they're streaming on Fight Plus, I just get to watch them, and it's super fun, and I fucking love it. In uh, our first match of the night, you guys, Drugs Bunny, the rabbit with a habit, defeats Effie in an incredible match. Uh, when the match was over, uh, the entire ring was covered in drugs. And so I don't know if you guys know much about Effie, but Effie, Effie recently got in trouble with the law. He got caught with edibles, and he's he's facing some huge fines, and he's like gets drug tested now. And so like during this match, Drugs Bunny just kept pulling up bags and bags of drugs. And at some point, Effie was going to even do the drugs. Like, it took a lot for Effie to not do the drugs. Um, they were fighting with the drugs. They were hitting each other with drugs. By the time this match was ended, by the time this match ended, the ring was covered in white powder, you guys. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. But Effie was a good boy. Effie did not do drugs. Thank you, Effie, for not doing drugs. Remember that, kids. All right. Uh, after the match was over... Uh, what happened? Effie did commentary. Woo! We had Effie and we had uh, Veda Scott on commentary for the remainder of the evening. Very good. Such a treat. Those two are very delightful. All right, you guys. Uh, up next was Johnny uh, Butabi versus from the Milky Gateway Galaxy, Serial Man. Uh, this match was really cool. Uh, it ended in a double pin. Uh, so by the time... So when this match ended, like... <laughs> When the this mentioned it, the ring was covered in cereal and drugs, you guys. Uh, there was a high spot where they, they used cereal. They poured some cereal out of the ring, down down the ring. And then uh, what happened? Uh, cereal Man was trying to choke slam uh, Johnny Butani into the, into the cereal. But what ended up happening was they both did a double clothesline and landed in the cereal. And they both did a double pin. And they were both announced as the losers. All right, moving on. Uh, the Intergalactic Tag Team Championship, Dark, Sheik, and Vipress put their titles on the line against Rick Scott and Scott Rick, the Stoner Brothers. Hell yeah. You guys, the Stoner Brothers have been around like 10 years, like for a while, like for a long time. And I've always known who they were. I've, I'm friends with them on Facebook. I've seen them in other places. I've never been to Hood Slam. But, like, I know these, I don't know these dudes, but, like, I know these dudes. And they're so cool. They're like a Steiner Brothers throwback. They're like a, like a, like a, you know, they're the Stoner Brothers. You know, they're like the Steiner Brothers, but they're fucking stoners. It's so, it's such an incredible gimmick. Uh, they have a wrestling school. It's called Stoner U. All right. Uh, <clears throat> the Stoner Brothers pick up the win and walk out as Hood Slam Intergalactic Tag Team Champions. After the match was over, though, uh, Vipress and, and Dark Sheik had some words with each other, and they pushed each other. So their their union, their unholy union, could be coming to an end soon. Uh, we had the next match. We had a double golden fanny pack unification match. So the last Hood Slam show, uh, Alley Catch won the golden fanny pack. And then I guess previously before that, Mac Daddy Milo won the Golden Fanny Pack. So this show, this time, we had a unification match where Alley Catch put her Golden Fanny Pack on the line. And Mac Daddy Milo put her Golden Fanny Pack on the line. And we had one solid Golden Fanny Pack winner, and that was Alley Motherfucking Catch. Alley Catch. With the win, Alley Catch is the unified, undisputed, double golden fanny pack winner. Now, if you know me, you know that one of my favorite wrestlers right now going today is Trish Adora. Trish Adora is incredible. Her matches are incredible. Go look up Trish Adora versus Calvin Tankman. I, I adore her. I think she is amazing. I think she's a beast. 
And she is so dope, you guys. Trish Adora. Go look her up. Um, Trish Adora defeated uh, Anton Voorhees with a Lariat Tubman. With a Lariat Tubman. All right. And in our main event, it was for the championship. So if you guys don't know this, Hood Slam doesn't have like a world title. They have a championship. Which means it's a ship in a bottle. And the holder of the championship must always dress, talk, and act like a pirate. So, like, for example, the last Hood Slam show, um, Captain Johnny Buta- uh What's his name? Captain Johnny Butabi... Uh, was defeated by Joey Janela. So tonight, not tonight, but you know, tonight uh, here when we watched Hood Slam, uh, tonight the main event was Captain Joseph Janela defeating the Mexican werewolf El Chupacabra. It was a good show. It was a really good show. Um, I had a lot of fun. I love Hood Slam. Let's go. You guys local? Are you guys around? Hussam's in Oakland, bro. I'm right an hour and a half from Oakland. Let's fucking go. I'm down. First Friday. Let's do it. All right. That was that was all my hype of the day. I don't get hyped. I stay hyped. Uh, there's another match. It was FSW presents Tom Lawler's Natural Born Killers 4, Disorderly Conduct. I did not watch that match. Uh, that was a match where I was like, oh, I'll watch this match later. And then, I mean, that show. I'll watch that show later, and then it just later never came. You know? You know? You know? You know? Um, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Some more BS. Okay, you guys. The show of the weekend. I know Night of Champions happened. I know Double or Fucking Nothing happened. But let me tell you guys about the show of the weekend. This is... FSW versus GCW2, the Battle of Las Vegas, you guys. The Battle of Motherfucking Las Vegas. The show opens up and MLJ introduces the king, the god of this shit, Nick fucking Gage. Nick Gage comes out to a rowdy crowd. Where's my fucking gang at? And he says that he brought the best and the toughest motherfucking wrestlers in the business to represent GCW tonight. So he is confident that GCW is going to kick FSW's behind. The first match was an eight-man tag. It was Team FSW, uh, G-Sharp, Brett the Threat, Ice Williams, and Action Braxton defeating Team GCW. Jimmy Lloyd, you're fucking with a different boy. Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, the Ratty Daddy, Cole Radrick, and Los Mosisos, the former GCW Tag Team Champions. Uh, so that automatically puts GCW down 0-1. to one. Our next match was um, Maserati versus... GCW Ultra Violent Champion Rena Yamashita in a non-title match and a non-death match. Rena Yamashita picks up the win. So now we're tied one-to-one. FSW No Limits Champion Danny Limelight defeats Tyus Alexander, which puts FSW up two-to-one. We had a six-man tag team match. GCW Alec Price Jack Cartwheel, and the base god, Gringo Loco, defeated the FCW future legends champion, Matt Vandegrift, Damian Drake, and BYP. You guys know about BYP? He's 16. His name is Brody Young Prodigy. Brody Young Prodigy, BYP. He's 16. Uh, two to two. GCW picks up the win. It's two to two. Uh, Dangerous, J-A-Y, Jacob Austin Young, got a big win over, oh no, did he get a win? No, he lost. Jordan Oliver picks up the win. Uh, GCW, Tag Team Champion, uh, one half of the GCW Tag Team Champions, and the JCW Champion, uh, the East Coast Ace, Jordan Oliver, picks up the win 
over the dangerous J-A-Y, which puts GCW up by one. GCW three, FSW two. Then we had a um, four-way, five-way. We had a five-way, which was The Stray, Robert Martyr, The Heartbeat, Nick Xander, Bad Dude Tito, Starboy Charlie, and the 86er, Remy Marcel. And your winner of this crazy five-way match, Starboy Charlie, which puts GCW up two points. GCW4, FSW2. Uh, The next match was the FSW Women's Championship. The Hellbent Vixen, Viva Van, defeats... Space Jesus, Billy Starks. Viva Van successfully defends her FSW championship against Billy Starks, which puts them up, uh, not quite up to the uh, to the end, but GCW4, FSW3. Now, you guys, it's time for the main event. It's time for this match that I've been dreaming of. Yep, that's right. I've been dreaming of this match. This is a dream motherfucking match for me, you guys, okay? All right, um, FCW main event or FCW, yeah, Florida Championship Wrestling. All right, um, Joey Janela, the bad boy, against Hammerstone. Hammerstone takes the mic and insults the GCW neckbeard fans. He puts Janela over and then said, "Joey Janela does not belong in the same ring as him." Joey Janela gets fired up and starts attacking Hammerstone. Match begins. Uh, it was a really good match, you guys. Hammerstone ended up um, press slamming Joey Janelle through a chair. There was a chair set up. It was a setup to fucking sit in. Okay, it was like a fucking chair. Hammerstone picks up Joey Janela over his head and he throws Joey Janela onto the chair and he fucking flattened it. He flattened the chair with his body and then Hammerstone picks up the win and then we have a tie. GCW4. FSW4, have a good night. It was a good show, though. It was a really fun show. It was a good show, you guys. Don't hate on it. Don't hate because you can't relate, you motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Uh, There was another show uh, called Shadow Wrestling. Uh, Calvin Tankman had a match on there. That's mainly why I wanted to see it. Also, I I like Brian Keith a lot, too. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. On then on Sunday, uh, we had a show called Go for Broke. It was not an official FSW show. It was not an official GCW show. Apparently, Second Generation Pro Wrestling put it on, uh, but they used you know the talent that was there. And this is a really good show. This show got slept on because I feel like this show did not get its props. Um, let's see here. And the first match. Uh, at Gopher Broke, uh, FSW Future Legends champion Mag Vandergriff uh, defeated and defended his title against uh, Space Jesus Billy Starks in the opening match. It was a really good match, you guys. Uh, he hit his finisher, which is called the Kill Shot, defeated Billy Starks to get the win. Uh, we had a roll the dice six way scramble. Those were always fun. Uh, Jordan Cruz, Chris Brady, just exciting. Just X, sighting, Damian Drake, Jake Painter, and the surprise, uh, Santana Jackson. I don't know if you guys know who Santana Jackson is, but he's the Michael Jackson wrestler. He looks, acts, and talks like Michael Jackson and moon dances. Uh, I would love to see him win the Hood Slam Championship and become a Michael Jackson pirate. Uh, Damian Drake got the win on the match. Uh, the next match, uh, Dangerous J.A.Y. defeats Sonico. And then we had a triple threat match. It was Tito Escondido, Hammerstone, and what was supposed to be Juicy Finale, who I like a lot. Uh, but instead it was Graves. I don't really know who Graves is. Uh, but it was a good match. Hammerstone got the win. Hammerstone, keep on winning, baby. You know what time it is. Uh, the next match, Los Suavecitos, Ricky G., and Danny Rose defeated Culture Inc., Eli Knight, and Malik Bose Day. I don't know. 
the next match was the FSW Nevada State Championship match. G Sharp defended his championship against Robert Martyr. Uh, the next match was a fatal four-way. And I did not put who the winner was. Oh, yes, I did. Uh, Richard King versus Jared Diaz versus DMC versus Jordan Oasis. Uh, order of elimination was DMC first, followed by Jared Diaz, and then Richard King. With your winner being Jordan Oasis. Jordan Oasis is cool, you guys. This is a good match, too. You should go check this out. Uh, Brody Young Prodigy, BYP again. He defeats Char... He defeats Starboy Charlie. Uh, Jordan Oliver comes out. Jordan Oliver comes out. He gets the microphone and he says, Unfortunately, Jack Cartwheel is not able to fight me tonight. And I'll tell you what. I asked around the locker room and everybody in the back is too tired and too sore to wrestle me tonight. So it looks like we're not going to get a match. We're not going to get a JCW match. But if anybody out there wants to, I'll issue an open... I, I'm saying it like a dork, but he said it way cooler. But he's like, he issued an open challenge. And uh, what do you know? Sandra Moon came out. Sandra Moon is one of my absolute favorites in the world. I love her a lot. She's super cool. She's super awesome. Um, dude, Sandra Moon, she's like literally one of my favorites. And then I go on Instagram and she's like, I'm turning 22. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. Holy shit. What a child. What a fucking child. Uh, but she's super dope. It was She's super dope. They had a great match. Jordan Oliver got the win. Uh, but it was a great, great, great back and forth match. It was really fun. I was going for Sandra Moon. I, I really want Sandra Moon to become a regular in GCW. And I feel like if she wins one of the titles, then she'll become a regular. You know, But it didn't work out in her favor that day. But I really want Sandra Moon to become a regular in GCW because she's dope. And I just want to see more of her matches. And to be honest, a lot of her matches are on IWTV. And I just, I can't watch it because I don't, I don't have it. If you guys want to buy me IWTV, I would love that. I would love you forever. All right, anyway. So after the match, after the match was over, uh, Jordan Oliver got on the microphone and he said, you know, uh, Sandra Moon is one of the toughest women I've ever been in the ring with. Um, I've been in the ring with a lot of people. I've been in the ring with Jonathan Grisham, and she is tougher than him. Ooh. He said, I want to bring Sandra Moon to Jersey. I want to bring her to the East Coast, and I want to put the Jersey Championship Wrestling title up on the line against her again. And hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's have another match. This time we'll have it in GCW. Fuck yeah, I'm super down. That's be, those two had a really, really good match. And you know what? As much as I was looking forward to seeing Jack Cartwheel versus uh, Jordan Oliver, I was not disappointed. Sandra Moon and Jordan Oliver is probably better than what I would have seen uh, for me personally. But you know, if Jack Cartwheel was there, hell yeah. So after the show was over. Like, I was keeping track of everything on Facebook, but, like, I was getting no attention. Like I said, I need more attention. And uh, I wanted to go on Twitter because that's where you get more attention uh, with wrestling stuff. Wrestling Twitter is, like, crazy. And so I wanted, to, I wanted to go on Twitter and, like, put something out there. And so I put this tweet, like, Jordan Oliver, and I tagged him, you know, at Jordan Oliver and at Sandra Moonpie had an incredible match. You know, it was this and this and blah, blah, blah. What a great way to end a great weekend and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Sandra Moon quoted my tweet for her thank you tweet. Like, like she quoted, she pressed quote, she wrote her thank you tweet out with my tweet there at the bottom. She's like, what an honor, what a great thing. Thank you so much, Jordan Oliver, and thank you to Second Generation Pro, and blah, blah, blah. And it was on my tweet. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. I'm super honored. And then, and then Jordan Oliver quoted her tweet, her thank you tweet, which was a quote of my tweet to do his thank you tweet. I was like, man, I felt so honored, you guys. I felt I, so great. It was incredible. I felt like, like, like seen. <laughs> I don't know. But like, it was the attention that I was looking for. So it was cool. I mean, it wasn't really because I just wanted likes. But it was cool, though. I really enjoyed it. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, and so moving on on the day. Here's the thing. They were playing uh, AEW Double or Nothing and NXT... Um, 
Battleground? At the same fucking time. At the same fucking time. Well, hands down, I am not going to watch NXT over AEW. You know what I mean? Uh, NXT is okay. Uh, quick spoiler alert on NXT. Uh, Tiffany Stratton became the NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, that'll put a lot of butts in seats. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it really will. Um, and Carmelo Hayes defended his title against Braun Breaker. Like, whatever. You know, who cares? Anyway, um, good for her. Good for Tiffany Stratton. But who cares about the rest? Um, let's see here. Uh, in the first match of the night, FTW champion Hook and the Hardys defeated Isaiah Cassidy. Oh, I'm sorry. With Isaiah Cassidy. Defeated Ethan Page and the Guns uh, with Ethan Page's contract on the line. I don't know what that means for Ethan Page and his contract, but the Hardys own him now. So, good luck, Ethan Page. That was a pre-show match. And then uh, the show kicked off. With the Battle Royal. You guys, my pick for the Battle Royal was Swerve. And Swerve was last. He was like the last runner-up. So I was like excited the whole match. Because I thought Swerve was going to do it. But then it's like at the same time, it's like why would they want to take the belt off of Orange Cassidy? He's still super popular. He's having really good matches. Um, So yeah, whatever. Swerve versus Cassidy this Friday on Rampage. I'm excited about that. Uh, And then also during the buy-in... Uh, we had the Owen Hart opening ceremony uh, where they talked about the show this year and, and said it was a gangster theme. And then Tony Khan came out with a little uh, fedora on and then she was like, Tony Khan's a gangster now. And it was weird. Anyways, Orange Cassidy defends his title against 20 other people in the Battle Royal. Swerve was the runner-up. It was a good match. I'm going to go back and watch this again, you guys. There was a really good Battle Royal. It was like half an hour long, maybe. Uh, in the next match, we had an unsanctioned match. It was Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho with Sabu as a special enforcer. It was really weird. Uh, the match started off very chaotic. You know, the Jericho's guys were beating up Adam Cole. And then Sabu came in, and Sabu just beat them all up and then just chased them away. And then Sabu was gone for the rest of the night, I think, if I remember right. Uh, let's see. What happened here? Britt Baker got involved and attacked Jericho. Soraya came out, and then Britt chased Soraya away. And at some point, a chain came into play, and Adam Cole uh, got Jericho down and just kept punching him in the head with the chain uh, until the ref stopped the match. Referee stoppage. Uh, The next match was for the AEW Tag Team Championships, uh, FTR uh, versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Uh, The match also got chaotic right off the bat. Uh, Mark Briscoe sends Sanjay Dutt and Satnam Singh to the back pretty quickly in the match. Uh, Jarrett accidentally nails Briscoe with a guitar that was meant for one of the uh, FTR guys. He goes down. Aubrey Edwards come out, comes out to like be the referee. Uh, Karen Jarrett lays her out with the guitar. And then finally, Mark Briscoe wakes up. FTR get the win. One, two, three. Uh, we go backstage. Bullet Club Gold are attacking Ricky Starks. Uh, but FTR make it there in time for the save. Uh, then Chris Jericho and Soraya, who are both pretty upset. Jericho's pretty pissed off the referee stopped the match. And Soraya's pissed off that Britt Baker attacked her. Uh, they demand that Tony Khan grants them a tag team match this Wednesday. Well, yesterday. Last Wednesday. On AEW Dynamite. Woo! At this point in the show, uh, NXT announces the Great American Bash live uh, Sunday, July 30th, which is pretty neat, I guess. Uh, In our next match, Wardlow defeated Christian Cage in the ladder match. Uh, Christian was in control for most of the match until Arn Anderson came out. And Arn Anderson really motivated Wardlow. And uh, Christian climbed up the ladder. Wardlow jumped from the top rope to the ladder. The ladder breaks and falls. Both men go down. Wardlow goes out and fights Luchasaurus, gets back, lays him, lays, like, lays him on the table, climbs his huge giant ladder, dives onto Luchasaurus, gets back in the ring. Arn Anderson knocks Christian off the ladder. Wardlow catches him, power bombs him, climbs the ladder, and gets the title. Woo. There was a point where like the ladder was broken and then Wardlow was still trying to climb it and it was like awkward. Uh, the women's the women's title match was pretty was pretty short. Um, they played Jamie Hader's music, but she didn't come out. Uh, they played it a second time, and this time she came tumbling out of the curtain, followed by Saray and Ruby, who were beating her up. Uh, Britt Baker and Sheeta came out to even up the odds. Pretty short match. Tony Storm hits the Storm Morning, 
and defeats Jamie Hayter to become the AEW Women's World Champion. Tony Storm is your winner. Tony Storm is your winner. Uh, it was funny because this is about the same time that Tiffany Stratton won. So, like, Tony Storm and Tiffany Stratton both became women's champions around the same time in the world. Uh, the AEW trios match. House of Black defeated the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Um, Max Caster burned him on the mic. There's not much to say about this match, really. It was cool. It was a fine match. Uh, the lighting. I hate the lighting effect. It makes it so, like, weird. I don't know. Uh, in the next match, uh, Jade Cargill puts her TBS championship on the line and her undefeated streak on the line against Taya Valkyrie. Uh, in a pretty good match, Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill gets the win and she extends her undefeated streak to 60-0, and 0, you guys. 60-0. and 0. Jade Cargill has had 60 wins, zero losses, and she is the undefeated TBS champion. But then... Uh, she gets the microphone and she's like, there ain't no competition. There's no competition around here. I'll fight anybody. I'll fight anybody. And guess who comes out? Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander comes out. They ring the bell. There's a little bit of a match. Chris Statlander pins Jade Cargill to defeat and become the AEW TBS champion. It's pretty neat, right? It's pretty neat. Uh, I think the TBS title is my favorite title in wrestling right now because it's a women's title, but it doesn't, like, say women's or knockouts or divas. Like, it doesn't give that, like, that little, you know, what's the word? That little precursor women's world title, right? Because I feel like, I don't want to say it's demeaning, but it definitely doesn't, like, mean equality. It It definitely isn't equality when they have the world title and the women's world title like you have to give it that precursor of women's you know just like like in the old days like i'm a comic right and in the old days they used to call the the women comics comedians comedians or whatever the fuck right and that's like a demeaning term nowadays because like you know women and men are the same they're equal and so like in wrestling a lot of these titles, they, they, they have women's in front of it, but the men's don't have men's in front of it. And so I, I, I talk about this sometimes. It's, it's a thing. It's never going to go away. It's never going to be vindicated. But, like, as long as that little precursor is there, it's never going to be equality. So that's why I like the TBS title, because it's a women's title, but it doesn't, like, warn you before. Like, like if it's a women's world title, like, it's a world title, but it's a women's world title, you know, but this is just the TBS title. It doesn't, like, give you any precursor. It just says the TBS title and the TBS champion. Okay, moving on. Good job, Chris Tatlander. Yay. We like you. We like you a lot. Uh, in the next match, oh, it was the main event. This is actually, oh, it, oh, wait, this is not the main event. The main event, I forgot about the main event. Uh, Sammy and Tay announced they're having a baby, which is cool. Good for them. Uh, then we get some weird sort of Darby Allen skit video where he like he be he go he goes to a wedding and he beats up a guy that was dressed like MJF and then he came out to the ring dressed as Elvis. I don't get it. Uh, then MJF comes out on a throne. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Uh, AEW World Championship Four Pillars match: MJF versus Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. We all knew what this match was gonna be. We all knew who was going to win. Uh, this was a love letter to the fans. And Jeff was going to win. And it was going to be a fun match. And it was all those things. In our main event, we had Anarchy in the arena. We had motherfucking Anarchy in the arena. I don't even know how to describe this match. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, The Elite, versus the Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Clyde Casanova, Wheeler Yuta. This was a crazy match, you guys. I don't remember who got the win. I think Wheeler got pinned. Did he? I don't know. That's what I would have done. Um, it was just, it was insane. It was a fight. It was a fight. It was insane. At one point, one of the Young Bucks uh, had like an exploding thing in his shoe, and he did a super kick, and his shoe exploded in somebody's face. That was pretty crazy. And then he didn't have a shoe on, and then there was a tax spot, and then he walked on the tax in his bare feet. 
and oh my gosh, you guys, it was crazy. I hope to get on here with uh, with with Pratik and Xavier so we can kind of go over details of it and stuff like that. I didn't make any notes. I was just horrified the entire time that I was watching it. Um, yeah, Anarchy in the Arena. Hell yeah, go figure, right? I'll find out who won real quick. I'll tell you guys who won. Uh, I mean, you probably know. You're probably yelling at me who won, right? You're probably telling me who won. Uh, let's see. AEW Double or Nothing 2023. Wikipedia. I, this is so silly that I have to do this, but whatever. Uh, the winners was... Oh, the, yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club defeated uh, the Elite. I forget how it ended, though. I don't remember what, what happened. I know something cool happened, and I'm probably missing out on talking about something crazy. Oh, 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 oh. Takeshita came out, and he turned heel. He attacked Kenny. Somebody in a mask attacked Kenny Omega, I think with the fucking screwdriver, and he took out the mask, and it was Takeshita. And hell yeah, dude, this guy's going to be a boss. going to be everybody's ass. going to be dope as fuck. I'm excited. I'm really excited to see where they go. And, like, is Takeshita... And and Don Callis, are they part of Blackpool Combat Club? I don't think so. I thought maybe they were, but now that I saw Dynamite, maybe they're not, you know. They had a really good promo on Dynamite. Uh Don Callis was blaming Kenny Omega. He said, I he's all GW IWGP title because of me. AEW title because of me. And what do I get in return? Nothing. You chose your friends over me, Kenny. Every time I look at my face and I see twenty four stitches in my head, it's because of you, Kenny. And he really had a good little promo. And he said that Takeshka is better than uh, Ricky Ricky Kozan. Uh, He's better than this guy. He's better than that guy. And he's better than Okada. And the place is like, what? Did you say Okada? So we're going to see some really good matches between Takeshka and Kenny Omega. And I'm really excited about that, you guys. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, Yeah, Dynamite wasn't great. They announced officially CM Punk will be on the first Rampage, which was cool. You know, CM Punk's coming back. We all kind of knew that already, but now it's official. CM Punk is coming back to AEW. We'll see what happens. We'll see what that looks like. Um, yeah, so I guess for uh, for Pratik and for Xavier, uh, my name is Funky Sam Medina. This was the fucking craziest weekend in wrestling. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time, you guys. And all of the wrestling that we talked about today, uh, I guess you know, Saudi Arabia, whatever, and NXT. Okay, everything besides WWE stuff was in Vegas. You know, Double or Nothing weekend. Uh, I feel like it was a good time for them to do a little wrestling festival and in FSW Arena, and we had some really good matches, uh, some really good shows. So go check them out, you guys. Follow me on, on social media at Funky Sam Medina, and uh, I'll be around. Whenever you call me, I'll be there. I'll be around. I hell suck. All right, thanks, you guys. Boom.